Hey everybody, I'm Jason. And so am I. Oh wait, sorry. I'm Miguel. <laughs> we are pastors at Evangel Church in Kansas City and Archie, Missouri, and you are listening to Conversations. Yeah, this is a podcast where we take about 10 to 15 minutes and talk about what's going on in the world, in the church, and in our lives, or really anything that we end up talking about. Yeah, sometimes we go down some strange and fun and interesting paths. And uh, sometimes as well, we'll have conversations with other people over specific topics, and sometimes it's just the two of us uh, being serious or possibly even goofing off a little bit. Yeah, we hope that you really enjoy these, get something out of them, and thanks for being a part of our conversation. Thank you for joining us for Season 1 of Conversations. These are the first three episodes we recorded, and they're a little longer than future episodes will be. Yeah, these first uh, three, we kind of were talking about what was happening that day and or that season of life. We did have a little fun with it, even had... Uh, well, we, we broke down in, in a lot of laughter there. Mm-hmm. The first two episodes, we were joined by our wives, had a few very candid moments. Mm-hmm. And the uh, last one, actually, you remember, Miguel, I ended up recording uh, in my closet because I had just yep. stepped in a bucket of paint. And, it was uh, strange. Yeah, It was very strange. But we hope they can brighten your day and, and uh, maybe share with you a little bit of behind the scenes about church and, and bring a little laughter and joy into your life. For sure. So if anyone is brave enough to join us again and you do have a question or something, please feel free to respond. Uh, if you just did join us, we tried this at four. We're successful for three and a half minutes, but didn't know that because we kept talking for another 15 minutes. And uh, we were having a good time. Yeah, we were a good time. We lost in each other's eyes. And <laughs> that sounds weird. Okay. Um, good afternoon, yeah. people. So. We're going to go back into, let's talk about Sunday. You guys did a live church uh, for the first time in, in six weeks, seven weeks. We are still uh, under different kind of orders here. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But uh, talk to us about how the, how the drive-in church went and then what your guys' experience was with that. And what's, what's next for Evangel Archie? And then we'll talk about what's next for KC up here. Well, I'll start, uh, you know, from our perspective, it was really nerve wracking in the morning because the weather was horrible, lightning's all over the place, the clouds are bad, and, you know, it's one of those, nobody can give you a straight answer about when's this thing going to move on. So we were planned to be set up by 10 a.m., but instead we didn't start setting up until 10 a.m., but then we just had an amazing team, like 10 guys out there making sure it happened quickly. We got it up just in time, and the sun came out. The Lord was smiling upon us and the jokes aside though, to my shock, it just like really worked technology wise. Everything worked really well. Um, I mean, we had tested it a lot, but that seems to never matter. So, but it it really worked. And um, more importantly, it just really felt like the spirit of God was moving in the service and being able to just hang out with everybody afterwards was awesome. Through our car windows. Yes, through the car windows, yes. <laughs> I did. I drove down there for it because I don't know the next time I'll have a chance to do that. And I was shocked by the by how good it was. It stopped again. That's it. Did it? It's yep. Awesome. Your video has ended. Maybe because it's, it's only letting you do three and a half minutes. Then. Is that it? <clears throat> Hmm. Okay. It says live, but I think it might be because there's a delay on yep. Facebook. 
on here that's what it just says your live video is ended oh doggone it guys okay well <laughs> this may not be the platform let me it's recording if you want to post that's it true. it is we'll just keep going yeah so we're watching okay. if you're watching we're posting later if i can figure that out and uh sorry for that moment and somebody was talking was it you megan mm -hmm. i don't know <laughs> Think about driving. Yeah. yeah, I went down there. It was fun. It was the sound was shocking. It was so good, and you guys did an amazing job. Jordan did a great job in worship, and Haven did a great job of connecting with every car in the parking lot. Yeah, she was like hanging out of the window, like half of her body, because she was so excited. At to one see point, people. Megan said, "Get the windows up! Get the windows up! She's gonna fall out of the car." <laughs> That's for sure. So, Jill, how have you enjoyed or not enjoyed filming from home? Yeah, so it's always an adventure. Um, and so the the filming, it it just takes over the whole house because basically anyone who's in the house, we're going to hear what you're doing. Um, and so just asking the various family members to go lock away in a corner until we give you further notice. Uh, you know, that's, it's just unusual. And um, all the lighting that has to happen, like, and I'm thinking about when we film the sermons, the messages for the weekends and yeah, just a lot of technical kinds of things. I always have appreciated our staff and our communication team. And now that I have been serving in that capacity, running slides for Jason and things like that. Um, yeah, there's a lot to that. And, um, and that usually happens on Wednesdays or it has been. So I don't know, but I think that just know that we can still connect in some way. It like that is the vision to just stay connecting and keep the word of God. And so that's inspirational. And I just about cannot wait until we can actually, like you guys got to do, see people in person. Yeah, it's our first time. Miguel, you told me your first time you filmed one. It took 11 times. Correct. Yes. The whole message. Yeah, because like, I mean, what? Yeah. Some of it was just like me, like messing up horribly, like staring into the camera and getting weirded out. You know, there's no... Preaching is a team sport, so like the longer I stay there, the crazier I get is that. And then other times I'd be getting to like an emotional point and then you just hear the lawnmower go off right beside the door or the lights would turn off in the sanctuary. It's a weird automated lighting system. So yeah, a lot of mistakes. And then at our house, you have like children screaming in the background. They're going insane. So One time, Sophie, our dog, she's blind uh, bless her heart why it was so difficult to navigate a lot of cords the there are yeah. a lot of cords involved yes and all the microphones and all the all the things all the also things I know. So when you hot. shout no there's no no response it's you know she, it's she harder. is struggling. You yeah. can talk so 
Yeah, we killed our dogs. So, the, I mean, Jill did, but. Okay, oh, people sorry. of the world, I did I'm not kill sorry. our dog. And it's well, such a long story for another day. He's still sleeping. Uh, yes, it's true. Oh, <laughs> Good thing we're not live. Live. Such an untruth. <laughs> yeah, I like to throw that in every once in a while. But we digress. So, up here, Cass County, that's where you guys are at, right? I'm, I always, you know, Clay. Yeah, Cass County. So your rules right now are basically what the governor has said. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So, but with the size of the sanctuary, it's going to be better to stay outside um, and do the driving. Yeah. Or, hey, you're talking about like 18 people, 20 right. people. Yeah. Hopefully those will change yeah. soon. We were shocked last week when the mayor came out with different rules here than what the state had. Such different ones that, we're at a, a 10 person limit and possibly that way through June, July is what they're saying. Uh, sorry, a hundred by July. So we are going to head back into the church here in the next, by the 17th or the 24th and go a live service without people in the building, but do a live service. So somehow I think maybe I'm wrong, but when you know you can't start over, it might be easier then yeah because you like feel it has to be perfect versus whatever exactly. whatever else is going on stuff every sunday but it just goes into the air somehow yeah. when you see that ring light though you're like life I'm not gonna, is oh, no. totally different it's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah and like you said miguel i mean there, there's just that interactive piece of it and yeah. the, and we have an active interactive church body and yeah especially with my style of preaching just kidding it's totally not true. So, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, what? No. <laughs> that doesn't so, matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, how uh, how have you guys adapted, Megan? Your 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 job is mostly one on one with students or kids in in a yeah. counseling setting, and now you're having to do that over a screen. Jill's a lot of her week is the same one on one meetings. How's that? How's that gone for you? And how are the kids doing with that? And, and what skills have you learned? that have changed versus meeting in person. Right. Um, it's definitely been difficult. Um, gosh, what are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been difficult because I mostly work with younger kids. And so trying to do therapy over the phone, sometimes we have video, but not everyone has great internet. So then it has to be over the phone. And that's really hard to keep a kid tracking. Um, so we've definitely had to like adjust and as far as working with our kids at home, that's been incredibly stressful at yes. times and overwhelming because I'm trying to like work full time and he's trying to work full time, which means no one's really working full time. Um, and we have a three year old and a nine month old. So, um, yeah, and I don't full time work. I don't know if we've learned any skills that have really made it easier. We're just kind of like surviving. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have we learned anything? I. Every we day try is to miracle. stagger our day, and I try to like cram as many clients as I can during nap times. Um, but yeah, it's it's been hard for sure. And I know so many people are in that kind of position. You're trying to work from home, but you have kids who are trying to do school online and yeah, it's just really stressful for so many right now. 
Yeah, it, it, it's, you've been asked to do something that's impossible to do. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so many people are in that boat. And before this, we had like a rule in our house, no digital entertainment Mondays through Thursdays, nothing like that. Yeah. But now, Mr. Rogers is our babysitter. You know, <laughs> Frozen 2 have been played a lot. Elsa, thank you, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't do it without you, Elsa. Yeah. So, Jill, you're speaking Sunday at the at our campus, and Miguel has Mother's Day. Just maybe give us a little insight into Mother's Day and what's coming at both places. It'll look different. You usually try to do a lot of special things, and, and it's a little harder this time. But maybe share a little different of what what's going to look different than other weeks, and, and what we're doing moving forward here. Yes. Well, we're excited for Mother's Day to celebrate mothers and to celebrate all the women in our church family and in our community and in our lives. And, and of course, we be grateful for the guys too and hope that everybody will be inspired and encouraged by um, just what the Lord has laid on our heart to share. And we're focusing on a mom in the Bible that is just fascinating to me. Her, her two sons that we know about the most about are um, nicknamed by Jesus, the sons of thunder. So James and John, two of his disciples, and we're going to talk about their mama. And um, she had a very close relationship with the Lord herself. Yeah. And so we're going to use her as a little what bit. What was her name? Her name is Salome. Salami. Got it. She's a Salome. great sandwich maker. Yeah. yeah. I thought it when I read it, Jason. I read the I read, uh, I told her that if she uses that. a stroke, I'd give her money, but she doesn't care. So she won't, <laughs> she won't do it. <laughs> anyway, but we're excited. And I'm just excited for families to be able to, um, they will make it special for the woman in their household or the women in their lives. And so that's kind of our challenge to everybody. And um, yeah, so it'll be fun. Yeah, so those who are watching, we oftentimes will take the same topic or same passage and look at it from similar themes but different angles. What are you What are you guys doing? Are you going in another direction because of the small, shorter service, or what are you doing, Miguel, this weekend? No, same text, same passage. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with Jill. It's just it's fascinating to think about their their dynamic. There's one thing that I had never considered really until I got into the passage this week. Um, this is just food for thought for me. I wonder how she felt when they first started following Jesus, because we know that she's super ambitious for, for her sons. So what was her thought when they were like, Hey, we are doing an unpaid internship for an undisclosed yeah. amount of time. Leaving the family business. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a pastor we're going to be following does not have a congregation, you know, like, I don't know. It just, it got me thinking going over that. Text That's interesting. What, what was her initial reaction to all this? Mm -hmm. later, she loves Jesus. She's awesome. So anyway, wow. so that's good. Good, good, good. Uh, mm -hmm. Megan, you're leading a group on Tuesday nights. Is that right? Yeah. Of ladies. And that's wrapping up, but how, how did that go? And then Jill, you can talk about our college group and I might dive into one thing and then we'll close with a scripture verse. We've been, talking about in our series that, that's coming up. Go ahead, Megan. 
Yeah, so um, I started an Enneagram group. We're going through the Road Back to You together with a couple of young moms. We had kind of talked about it a lot um, leading up to these, like the past few months. Um, and then COVID hit and we had a lot of time and we had like this really big need to connect with other people. And especially I think as moms, we just were like, we need interaction. It is not our children. So yeah, we kind of just started it on a whim and it's been really good. I don't know if anybody's into the Enneagram, but we really are. And so it's been fun just learning um, about ourselves and then about one another and how we can better serve and love um, different people based on their personalities. And so, yeah, it's been really fun. That's awesome. I've heard great things. I tried because of my belly button style. I tried an audiogram, but that hasn't kicked off so far yet. So anyway, that's <laughs> so stupid. Do right. you know yeah. what Enneagram is? Yes, because my kids are huge into that. And oh, after wow. about three years of conversations, I finally took the test a while back think, here. So where we go over this. Okay. I, I say we say okay. it. Okay. We'll I say we say it. Oh, you want to get into that? Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll do that. Down I think that'd be that would great. be a good discussion. Very I'll good. I'll have to study up. Always you know a lot about it, Miguel? I was going to say, you always feel vulnerable when you talk about the Enneagram, but when you do it with a counselor, she takes oh. to another, you'll, you'll love it. Yeah. Let's do that like in a year or so. <laughs> I got to gear up for that one. <laughs> that'll be great. That'd, it's so that'll insightful. That'll be a good discussion. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So you mentioned college group. There is a college group that started a couple of weeks ago. Um, they're meeting, of course, virtually, as every other group in our area is. And we also have a 20-somethings group, and I'm a part of that every Wednesday night. And they are just incredible, amazing. And we are right now in this season looking back at the past Sunday's message and um, and going through the discussion questions and it's just been really great conversations and it's always fun to get different people's takes on the scripture or a point or something God said to them, um, you know, that just was spurred by a thought or an idea from, from the message. Cool. So our verse in our series that we started last week on reset is, uh, our theme verse is going to be just about being, don't copy uh, the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. And uh, this time frame has been uh, one where, as we're talking about in this series, we have a chance to reset some things. And we'll talk about resetting our mindset, resetting our expectations, resetting our schedules, you know, all those type of things. But um, what do you feel has, as we close, has been reset maybe in you guys or is needing in the process of being reset that, that when we come back out of this, that maybe some things that will have changed that are way different than they used to be. And that can be personally, professionally in your home, however that is uh, uh, changes that you're seeing and we can all take it from a different angle or the same one, your, your guys's call. So Jill, do you want to start with that one? I'm sure. I think it has, the reset reminds me of how incredibly important my personal relationship with Jesus is that my time in the word, my time in prayer, um, and through the day, just when there are so many challenges or things, or I'm in the middle of something that's not going quite right, or I don't even really know how it's going because it's over the phone. Um, just 
just praying um, all through all through the day and keeping that relationship with the Lord really strong and um, and filled up by Him. And earlier in Romans, um, in the first chapter, it says something to the effect of. Um, so the author, Paul, is talking to the Roman church and saying, I'm going to come to you soon and be with you. And he says something like, when we get together, I want to encourage you in the faith and I want to be encouraged by you. And so I just have thought about this idea of the getting together and how tied to faith getting together is. And so however that looks, I mean, I can't wait till it's in person till we can get together and I can encourage and be encouraged um, and actually maybe hug somebody one day in the future. <laughs> um, but the getting together, however that looks like Megan, you with your group of moms, um, and however that is, that there's an important part of our faith that is just otherwise left to, to die and wither up if we aren't getting together. Yeah, either of you, both of you guys. Uh, well, I think maybe just kind of similar to what Jill was saying. I think this time has forced me to be like really intentional with the relationships that I do have because I'm not seeing people in person. And so I think just that reminder that people matter more than tasks and agendas. And so I think it was a good reset for me to remind me how important community is. Um, I can be really introverted and I can, um, I can, yeah, I have areas to grow in that for sure. So I think just being intentional about calling and texting and, you know, we've had times where we've dropped things off at people's houses, just little things to let them know that we're thinking of them. And I hope that that continues even when life gets busy and everything's up and running again, that I don't lose sight of that. So mm -hmm. good. There you go. Yeah. I, I do just to piggyback on that. I'm, I'm thankful for how many people I've been able to connect with during this. Um, so many people have answered my phone calls and just had more talks with me that maybe I, I hadn't done that in the past. So I've been thankful for that opportunity to, to connect with more people and make that a focus. Um, and um, yeah, and again, just realizing how much we need friendships and, and community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Miguel's been saying that we used to like have so many sermons where you like try to convince people that they need community and that it's important. And I think after this, you won't have to convince people as much. We kind of all realize. We'll just say one word, coronavirus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I think a lot of things are going to change. I, we've been reading some articles about this isn't a life. Um, well, it, a lot of those of us, we may be healthy as we walk through this, but this is a society changing event, not just a life changing event, I think is what, I, what I'm saying. There's going to be a lot of new normals. And so it's forced us to think differently and probably respond in, in ways, even what we're doing here right now, you know, it's something we've talked about doing and now you get comfortable enough with enough technology that we're saying, okay, let's go ahead and do it. And so some of the things that maybe we thought are important aren't, and some of the things that we put off probably are, are more important than, than maybe we realize. And then I think 
one of my goals was that we'd have more tools at our disposal when we come out on the other side. And I think, I think we're seeing that. And I think the church in general and evangel in specific will be better for it down the road. Uh, if it ends soon and isn't like a years and years thing, but uh, I feel like we've adapted well and we're learning and we, we have to keep that learner's mentality and, uh, tempted to tip off what's happening in two weeks in our message, but I'll wait. But that there's some good stuff there about what kind of person are you in these moments? And it's tempting to lay down, but we got to keep moving forward. So thanks everybody. We appreciate it. Um, Miguel, you want to close us in prayer? And then next week, if you're watching, hopefully this won't be a three part segment. It'll be one and we'll figure out how to do it a little better. All right. Go ahead, Miguel, close us. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity just to, to talk. And um, we're so thankful that when we get together, um, we just sense your joy and your presence and your love, even over this, this distance. And God, I just pray that love and, and joy would be evident to all those who are listening and, and, and watching, Lord, that um, again, in the midst of uncertain times, that we would just sense your presence. You are the unifier, and we need you right now. And uh, we depend on you, Holy Spirit, to fill us and energize us and keep us moving forward with a sense of positivity and vision for the future. We know that this has not surprised you and that you still have a vision. And I just pray that we would be attuned to it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, guys. Amen. Good to see Thanks for listening today, everybody. If you enjoyed this, uh, we're asked that you make sure to subscribe to our podcast so that we show up in your feed every week. Yeah, also, we'd love to hang out with you in person. You can join us at the Archie or Kansas City campus in person at 9 or 1045 a.m. on Sundays, or you can join us online and view it that way. Yeah, so that would be awesome. So here's what we want you to do. Have a great, great day. Great.